Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Beyond the Podcast, the podcast where we offer you an all-paid exclusive trip to a beautiful place like Bali, except you find out once you win that we just pack you in a postage box, wrap you up, and send you off to Bali. You'd probably be dead when you get there. Anyways, today, guys, is the last episode of this season. We're going to take a small break after this. And the reason why is I want to make sure that I'm giving you guys high-quality content when it comes to podcasts. And if I'm feeling like I can't do that or if I feel like I'm giving you just 8 out of 10 instead of 10 out of 10 podcasts, I feel like it's time to take a small break, recenter what my plans are with the podcast, and then come back in a few months with some refreshed ideas, with some beautiful new structured podcasts. And I feel that's exactly what's happening now. I also feel like this season has been extremely successful and there's been some very interesting stuff. So if you guys want to support the podcast, as always, and I really hope and appreciate that you guys do do this, use my link, amazonbrian.com. It'll redirect you to the homepage of Amazon. You can bookmark that link, and every time you use Amazon, you can use it. Within 24 hours after clicking that link, we will get a small credit for whatever you purchase on Amazon, like 1%, 2%, and it'll help us support this podcast basically by paying for the hosting and any equipment that we need. That is a huge way to help, and I really do appreciate it. Now, today, Today, what we are talking about is uh, really, to be frank, cutting the BS, calling you on your BS, telling you to shut up and stop making excuses, all right, and refocusing what you are doing with your life and making sure that you are giving yourself fully to whatever your goals are because I think it's all too easy for all of us to say, yeah, I'm doing my best and yeah, you know, I could do a little better, but I'm doing mostly great. There's only, there's not even that much stuff that I really, I'm not doing perfectly. Now look, this podcast is not about being perfect, but what it is about is identifying what you are doing that you should not be doing uh, that is in the way of you you know, basically delivering yourself in the best way possible to achieve whatever your goals are. So if you have vices or if you have things that you lean on to for comfort, those things are nice. But a lot of times the reason that we lean on to vices or comfort is because we are um, patting ourselves from the truth that we are not giving ourselves fully and authentically to our goal, which could be anything. Our mission could be to help people. Our mission could be to grow our business. Our, our mission could be to really uh, give our time to whatever our creative, you know, whatever your creativity passion is. It, it could be anything. So you have to identify what it is that you really want. Basically, you need to take a day, maybe two days, maybe a week, who knows, and and, and turn off the crap, turn off the cell phone so you're not explore paging, turn off the TV, turn off the music that we play constantly, shut up and think about it, let yourself center and really focus and your subconscious will eventually tell you what you want to get done in the next three months, six months, year, whatever it is and when you find that thing, then it's time to do what this podcast is going to be all about. So for me, I have a big plan, a big set of plans of what I want to do in the next month and uh, the next year. And basically, it comes down to I'm sure and I'm positive that I will grow all of my YouTube and Instagram social media channels much more than they have been because I feel very, very directed on those things. I feel very much so like I know and am in the right place to do exactly what I want to with those. Um, I also want to, uh, by the quarter two, by the end of quarter two of next year, I want to 
create the Acne Bible, which is going to be a book that has all things acne that I know. And then I also am going to go through a lot of scientific research and get like very, uh, evidence-based science in there, as well as my experiences with acne, what I think you can do mentally to get past acne and self-esteem. That's going to be a huge project. I have quite a few trips coming up um, that are like business trips. You know, I'm staying uh, in LA for a month with a couple of my really good vegan influencer friends, which is going to be a great opportunity to grow, uh, you know, this, the channels and stuff. And I have a few other smaller things in there, like uh, the vegan YouTube house I need to get planned, which I actually am about 80% finished with now. Um, I have quite a bit of coaching that I want to do more of. Um, And basically, really, I just want to open up doors. And I'm positive that I will open up doors that will increase my wealth and my freedom to uh, do whatever it is that I need to do in the future. Now, all that being said, just to say that I have found my exact path, at least for the next year, maybe year and a half. I'm very very positive of those things. And now, because I have that path in mind, I sat and I identified what is it that I am wasting my time on. And here is where I want to list those things out so that you can also identify if you are wasting your time with those things as well. And then eventually I'm going to get into some advice. Now, one of the first things that I identified that I'm wasting my time with is I was going to bed a little bit too late. So really... So so my girlfriend gets off work around six to eight o'clock, depending on the day. Usually I will, I will stop working right about the same time. And then I will make dinner a little bit before she gets home. We'll have dinner and then we should go to bed. Right. And so what was happening is we would stay up until about 11 or 12 or one. So she'd get home six, seven or eight. And then we'd sit there and we eat our dinner. We'd be done with our dinner. And then we'd be watching about two, two and a half hours of TV. That is a waste of time. Now, it is a comfortable waste of time. You can watch some fantastic TV, some great films. You can watch some really useful things, but it is a waste of time nonetheless, even if you're watching stuff that's maybe, not not even just like a waste of time, you know, like watching cartoons that you've seen before, but you know, like things that are interesting to you, like things about space and stuff where you are technically learning, but technically it has nothing to do with your mission. So you are wasting time in a way. That is one of the first things that I fixed. So we now go to bed between seven and eight o'clock. I know that sounds crazy. You don't have to do what I do, just pointing out what I'm doing. And then I wake up around four, 4.30. That way I have eight hours of sleep. I get started early in the morning. My workouts take forever because I have physical therapy I have to do before I actually get into my workouts. That's okay and that's fine. That's not a waste of time. I need to do those things, but it's nice to get them done before uh, the whole world is up. So then I'm home by seven, eight, nine, instead of home by 12, one, two, and then only have a few hours to work before Sambo gets home. So that's just one of the things. Another thing that I noticed that I was doing is I was listening to a lot of, uh, two, two things here, a lot of pointless music. So music that like, I really enjoy the beat. I really enjoy the flow. I really enjoy the feel of the music, but the music is actually technically negative. It's just reinforcing really bad thoughts in my brain. And and sometimes it's okay to have those, especially if you can separate what the music is saying and how it makes you feel. If you can bring a mood to you while you're working out, then I say, listen to that music. But if you are continuously throughout the entire day, listening to music that is technically focusing on negative things, uh, like for example, I listen to a lot of trashy rap and I like the beats. I think It is hard. It goes really good. When I'm working out, I don't think of the words at all. At some points, I won't have any idea where I am in the song by the time I'm done with the set. And I'll think that I'm at the end of the song, but I'm actually only through the first verse because I'm not listening to the words. I'm feeling the beat. 
But if I'm listening to that throughout the day and they're talking about, you know, uh, you're better than you because I, I, don't, I make so much money and you're, you're not worth nothing. And, and uh, you know, people who don't have watches and cars and this and that, they ain't worth nothing. Then that's reinforcing that in my, in my brain. And it's also not giving me anything. And then also, even beyond just listening to negative music or whatever, just the idea that you are listening to music that fills your brain, right? Sure, it can be nice to listen to music while you're doing something monotonous, like, you know, uh, working on a graphic. You know, you don't really need to think about anything. You're just deleting pixels from the background. So it's not like you're thinking hard. So you got your favorite music on while you're doing that. But if you're doing that continuously and all the time, your brain is tuned into a frequency of white noise. You're just listening to music instead of either calming your mind, letting your mind rest for a moment so that it can be better at thinking, or actually actively thinking of new ideas and new things that are productive for yourself. On another note, I also think that your subconscious continues to think about whatever it has been set to task with. So if you are thinking, okay, I need to come up with business ideas, ideas that I can make more money with through my business, right? If you are feeling the the other times of your day with music, your subconscious, I think, is is blocked a bit. It has a little bit of a difficult time to continue working in the background. Whereas if you listen to music that is completely ambient, it doesn't have any lyrics, it doesn't have any words that are that are distracting you, or if you don't listen to anything, I think while you're doing that monotonous work, your subconscious is working in the background on those ideas, and you will come up with these new ideas without even having consciously thought of them, you know, sitting there thinking and thinking and thinking. I hope that, that you follow what I'm just saying there, but it does help me a lot. Now, uh, a little caveat to that, a little extra to that is that the, what I am listening to now, because I do like to listen to something in the background while I am doing monotonous work, is I'll listen, this is going to sound crazy, to chant music. So this will be like monk chants. Um, you can basically just punch in chant music or monk music or peaceful music or meditation music. And it's a lot of either people chanting, uh, which is beautiful, or it'll be like vibration sounds. So if you've ever seen someone like ding, they hit like the little metal bowl and then they rub the metal thing around the bowl and it kind of does like a nice vibration. So that kind of stuff helps me calm down my brain so that I can think better, but also feel better. So I'm, if I'm feeling any negativity, that also is something I don't want to have going you know, on a normal basis. I wanna get rid of that negativity, especially if after a workout I'm feeling aggressive, it's a good way to recenter myself and get back to a good mood, listening to these meditation sounds, these vibration sounds. Okay, that was a big doozy, I'm sorry. We'll move on to the next one. The next one is, my phone. A lot of us do this. We wake up right in the morning, you reach for your phone, you look at what time it is, oh, and you got a little notification from an email, and you got a little notification from a Facebook message, oh, you got a little DM from somebody, and you got to do, and a D, and a ba, and a do. And right, so you go to the bathroom, and you bring your phone with you, and you actually spend like 35 minutes in the bathroom when you really only needed to use the bathroom for five minutes. So now you've started your day by meditating into your Instagram and your phone, which is not really meditation. It's anti-meditation, right? It, it brings you right into the white noise immediately. It, I, I don't know if you guys feel this, but when I use my phone in a pointless way, or even just really when I use my phone, I feel like I lose my ideas. I lose my actual train of thought. For example, when I have like three thoughts on my brain, right? And, I, and I'm like, ooh, I'm going to reach my phone to write them down in my notepad so I don't forget them. If I first go and address any of the notifications on my phone, whether it be a DM or an email or a text, I'll think that I can hold on to those ideas and then I'll get to the notepad and I'll think, what 
was I going to write? I can't remember. And so I just think it's wise to have a set schedule with how you use your phone. Of course, we all need to use our phone for all sorts of things. That's what we live in. That's where we live in, especially if you're me, social media wise. I need to post content. I need to uh, do business deals and whatnot through DMs. I need to talk to customers and clients and, and everything like that through DMs. And so there is a time and a place. I will either completely not use my phone at all in the morning or I will only do the very necessary things right in the morning. And then I go to my workout and, uh, and I think, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do all the stuff after my workout at the very least. Now, here's another thing. Uh, when I was driving to the gym, I, cause I work out first thing in the morning, I wake up, I drink a bunch of water, I poop, I eat two bananas and take some BCAAs. And then I go straight over to the gym on the way to the gym. I was listening to not music. I was listening to cryptocurrency news updates. Just something that I'm into, whatever you're into, what you're into, right? Or I was listening to space information, information about like space travel and what we're doing with that. Now that's really nice. It really is entertaining for me and it fills my head with greatness. Uh, and, and well, it fills my head with temporary happiness or I don't know. I feel good, but that's pointless, right? So it gets my mind into an immediate autopilot zone. It would take me longer to get through my warmups because I'd be so interested in what I was listening to that I wouldn't, you know, push to be on task all the time. So now what I listen to is audiobooks that have valuable information to me, not things that I'm interested necessarily, not like, oh, new Tesla information and stuff like that. Uh, audiobooks that have, I guess you could you could don them as self-help books, but I hate that word because I feel like it's, you know, self-help books is like, you can do it, you can do it. These books are a little bit deeper than that. So like the book I like to listen to every single day at the moment is The Way of the Superior Man. Listen to it five times. And really it's just because a lot of these ideas that I'm telling you right now are what this book is talking about. Cutting the BS, not lying to yourself, taking away the comforts that make you feel comfortable so that you can live on your edge, you can live sharp. Um, so that's what I'll listen to while I drive to the gym, maybe for a little bit of my warmups. And then after I'm done with that, or if I realize that I'm not actively listening to it, or it's distracting me from getting my work done, then I'll go into chant music. I know this chant music is not for everybody, but it is for me. It allows me to feel at peace, but focus on what my task is at that moment. Uh, one other album real quick is called the Cisterian Monk, uh, it's just called Chant. That's the album. It's on Apple Music, and that is a beautiful, beautiful album to listen to while you're doing warm-ups. <sighs> okay. So there's quite a few things there. That One of the other things that I've been really working on, staying focused on, is my food. So a lot of times I will allow myself to eat frivolously. Just in a way... I've just been eating a lot of processed food. Now... For a minute there, I was really being strict on my sodium because I was feeling like I was having too much sodium as causing me to be dehydrated. I then was autopiloting and having so little sodium and so much water that I realized I needed more sodium. So lately, I've been balancing that. I've been having more sodium, but not getting it from processed foods. Having more sodium has caused me to have much better workouts, much better pumps. So again, it's just something I'm identifying and changing because I think I can do it better. So I do. Um... With processed food, it is easier, it is 
quicker and more convenient, but man, does it waste a lot of your mental capacity. And I know this sounds weird, but when I eat whole foods, my brain feels sharp, 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 sharp. I can think fast. Like right now filming this podcast, I have the next ideas already uh, lined up in my brain, not written down, and I already know what I'm going to say, uh, but I can keep hold on those. If I'm eating processed foods, I feel slow. I feel like my words don't come to me. I feel like when I get to the end of this topic, the next topic has already fluttered away even though I thought I knew what it was that I was going to say. So having less processed food is probably the best. If you can have all whole foods, that's the best. Here's something that I've been doing to help myself with that. When I don't have as much time throughout the day, it's nice to be able to have stuff that's quick but is whole foods. So what I've been doing is I've been boiling huge batches of rice. Uh, you know, I feel like a giant thing of Tupperware. I mean, like 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 15 cups of cooked rice Tupperware. Uh, and then I also... Uh, wash and, and have cooked beans in a Tupperware, you know, five cups or so. And then I can just quickly, when I need to eat, stop what I'm doing with work because I feel that I'm hungry, go downstairs, throw two cups of rice in a bowl, throw a cup of chickpeas or pinto beans that are already cooked and, and filtered and everything in a bowl. I have sauce that I already made like 20, you know, like 15 servings of, throw that on top of it real quick, which is like a tahini tahini maple syrup and, and lemon juice, basically. Uh, put that on top, heat it up in the microwave. Two minutes later, I have a whole ass meal that's whole foods and I can eat it. It gives me good energy. It fills me with uh, nutrients and whatnot. It helps me to con continue recovering and do better in the bodybuilding gym and stuff, but without having too much sodium and without being processed. And sometimes when you get lazy, you'd go for the processed thing. You have the microwave burrito. Sorry, I really want to get through these points in a whole thorough way. So I'm, I'm, there's a lot to say. Next up uh, is water. That, that's probably for everybody. For me, I was letting myself get a little lazy on water. Um, here's the difference that I was doing though. I was chugging lots of water all at once when I would remember and then I'd forget for a couple hours and I'd feel really dehydrated and I'd chug a ton of water and so on and so forth. Now, I was figuring it was a lot of sodium, which, yes, a lot of sodium did dehydrate me more. But also, the thing that I've been changing is I've been drinking small amounts of water all the time instead of tons of water every little bit, every few hours. So I've been drinking about two giant mouthfuls, which is probably about three to six ounces of water, probably every 30 minutes, 45 minutes basically anytime I get tired. This is a different way than I've ever done my water, but it also is making me feel much, much more hydrated. <sighs> Man, this is a, this is a big, big, big podcast. Um, another thing that I've been doing that this one I don't think everybody needs to do, I think this is maybe just me and it's helping me feel more just mentally, maybe like a placebo kind of kind of thing that makes me feel like I'm doing better. Um, but anything that makes me feel comfort, I'm just trying to push away for now. And it's not like comfort is always bad. You know, comfort can be good. It's just when you rely too much on comforts, I think it's sometimes good to go the opposite way and kind of do like a comfort cleanse. And when I'm, when I'm, you know, a lot of these topics that I'm already talking about are eliminated comfort, right? Like watching less TV, it's a big comfort to have TV and, and, and watch your series that you love and stuff, but it's great to get rid of it and recenter yourself. And so one of the things that I have been doing to kind of eliminate my comfort is when you wake up in the morning, right, and it's cold, if you live somewhere where it's cold in the morning, when you get into your car, 
the first thing that you do is you blast that heater, right? It, it, your fingertips are really cold, your toe tips are really cold, and you just in general are freezing, and so you put the heater on. But what do you do is you heat up the, the whole car until it's like excessively hot, and it feels so cozy. It feels like, you know, you're back at home in your bed and you feel really comfy. And then by the time you get wherever you're going, you have to get out of your car, it's jolting and cold, and your brain is just going through all these different phases of like, oh, I'm cold, oh, I'm so comfy and I'm cozy and tired, and then, oh, I'm cold again. And I just feel like the inconsistency for me doesn't feel great. Anytime I can feel uncomfortable, I've been pushing myself into that uncomfortableness and just trying to be in my brain, be mentally aware of what's going on instead of like reaching for the thing that makes me comfortable. So I'll drive to the gym without the heat on at all. My fingertips are cold. I think about how cold they are instead of trying to get rid of it. I think about how cold they are. I realize it. And then I pull myself away from my fingertips and just allow them to be cold. This is just something that I do, not something that you need to do. But I, again, I just want to kind of go through everything that I've been doing differently lately. The other thing is, um, uh, I, I think a lot of people really rely on coffee, right? You wake up and you're tired and you drink coffee. But I also think, why are you tired? You're not going to bed early enough? Are you staying up too late? Are you watching TV and not getting solid to sleep? What is it, right? For me, I drink coffee just for my workout. Um, but what I was doing that I did change is I was having too much coffee. I was having too much stimulants because I was letting, I was relying on them to get a good workout. Now, I think it's okay to use stimulants to get a, good, a better workout, but when you start thinking, if I don't get a whole thing of coffee, my workout's going to suck. Or if I don't have pre-workout, my workout's going to suck. I think that we all need to be confident in ourselves, period. And the things that we use as accessories or supplements should be exactly that, supplementing it. But you already are are capable of having a kick-ass workout, A+, plus, and then the coffee is just giving you a small bit of extra credit. And if you don't have it, it doesn't matter. You're still going to kick that workout's ass or apply this to whatever it is that you do with your life with coffee. So what I've been doing is I've been sweetening my coffee less, so it's not this cozy, yummy, delicious drink. I've been caring less about what temperature is so that I use it more so as a tool rather than a sweet drink in the morning to make me feel good. Um, I've also been drinking only as much as I need to feel the effects that I'm trying to feel. Once I feel that I am stimulated, once I feel that my body is jacked up and ready to go, I stop drinking it. So on average, I make a thermos, which is about 16 ounces of coffee, and I end up having maybe like 12 ounces, I don't know, and I end up having less than half of it, usually which is about 8 to 12 sips, like, yeah, I don't know, like little quarter mouthfuls, basically. Uh, by that point, I'm feeling it, and I say, mm, I'm going to put it away, continue drinking water instead of relying on coffee. Uh, and, and if I need it, I'll use it more, but I, I usually, I never have so far after I put it in the bag, it's gone. Um, now I guess I should address the water thing in the morning when I drink, when I go to the gym, I drink water, drink water, drink water as much as I can. I usually end up getting about half a gallon in before my workout. I also make sure to get at least a quarter gallon of water in before I even start sipping on coffee. That's something that might help you as well. Because when you sip on caffeine or coffee, it's easier to continue drinking a flavored thing than it is water. And it's also easier to drink the thing that's giving you synthetic energy than actually refueling your cells and refilling them with water and hydrating yourself, which is the truest version of feeling 
proper conscious energy, I think. All right. I think that is a lot of the things that I've been doing. Now, the other thing that I've been doing uh, that I think I have about two things more that I want to address before I round this one up. The other thing that I think is very important is to actually balance some things that do that you can technically qualify as being useless in a way. You know, not every minute of every single day needs to be technically business productivity. But I do think that everything you do should feel useful in some way. Like checking out and just listening to like dumb music or like checking out and watching the same Family Guy episode you've seen a million times. That's not useful. Now, you could make a simple meal in five minutes or if you're someone who really loves cooking and it refuels you creatively, then I think spending 35 minutes on a meal is fine as well. The balance is the important thing. And the fact that you're doing something that is stimulating your brain and stimulating your mind in a positive, filling way that that balances you and allows you to do something for yourself as well as being, you know, throughout the other part of the day, being business and productive and stuff. I think that's very important because if you overwork, I think you will get out of balance and it will also do the same thing as overstimulating yourself with pointless things. So what I've been doing is uh, towards around six o'clock at night, I could continue working on some nights until eight if Sammy is working till eight. Uh, But I also can go downstairs and cook a big meal. That in a way for me is meditation. I love cooking. I love it so much. And so in a way that's me doing something for me. By the end of it, also by the end of it, we get to consume something that was amazing and also is filling us with good stuff. That's whole foods. So it's kind of a double. Um, But it could be anything for you. So like it doesn't have to be necessarily like food, you know what I mean? Like if you enjoy writing poetry, if you enjoy drawing, uh, if you like rapping, if you like singing out loud, if you like to walk outside and enjoy the night, the day or the, the nightfall, if you, you know, whatever it is, uh, like stretching and doing yoga, whatever, I think it's important to balance and not tell yourself, not get too rooted in your business mind and say, it's not useful unless I'm making money off of it. You got to do those things that balance you. I'm trying to think real quick if I've addressed everything that I think is important here. And I do think that I have. So those are some of the vices and changes that I've done lately that are very helpful. I'm planning on doing a boys trip, which is just me and three of my best friends since I was a small child. So 20 years friends. Um, And we're going to go do something that for me is going to refuel me because everyone's different, but I believe there's a strong masculine and feminine energy in every person, whether you're male or female. And I think it's important to refuel both, right? So if you're a masculine energy like me, I get so much from feminine energy. I get so much from, from beautiful, uh, energy filled women who have, you know, beautiful essences and energies, not just, I'm not saying like beautiful looking, I mean, beautiful, the way they are, the way they have that presence. I think that fills me so much. Something I've been focusing on, not looking at, you know, women as sexy and like being like, Oh man, that gets me excited thinking of them as energy sources. And if they are beautiful, that's great. But if I can feel a beautiful energy that's radiating from them, I try not to ever look at a woman and be like, ooh, and and let my mind go into stupid short thoughts. I try to think, wow, she looks like she is 
really free and in touch with her feminine core. She looks like she's having a good time. She's dancing. She's in the moment, not thinking about anything else. Whereas I'm in my masculine mind, which is rooted in in step-by-steps planning. While I'm working out, my brain is thinking of four other things. And I'm not, sometimes I'm not always present. And that's what's so beautiful about a feminine energy, a feminine essence is that if you're really in touch with it, you are fully rooted in the present moment. And so I just try to appreciate that and let that refuel me, let that fill me with their essence as well, their feminine energy. I know this all sounds kind of woo-woo, but whatever works for whatever, you know, works for you, right? And it works for me. Um, so I've been trying to also not neglect my masculine essence because I feel like that's something I have done in the past is try to be too middle of the road and please everybody, but I actually am an aggressive masculine dude and I really, really get a lot out of being in uncomfortable positions, taking away my comforts and stuff. And so what I've planned is doing a little retreat with my my dudes where we're going to go out in the mountains, we're going to camp, it's probably going to be raining really hard, it's going to get below freezing at night, we're going to sleep in a tent, my toe are going to be cold the whole time. There's going to be pretty much no comfort. We're going to go on huge hikes and it's going to be such a good refueling thing for me. So that's something that I'm doing that is going to refuel me heavily. I think it's important to take time away from the city, take time away from business, take time away from your woman, take time away from your everybody and just either be alone in solitude or with other people who are willing to do the solitude with you and really focus only on that present moment with that energy. And I don't know. I don't know if you're even following what I'm saying. I I know I get a little woo-woo with this stuff, but it's going to be massively helpful for me. And I'll come back refueled and re-ready to do more work and also get ready for the plans that are coming up in this new year. Now, I will end this podcast here. I hope that you guys enjoyed this podcast. It's 30 minutes and counting. I wanted to make sure this last one was very, very good and also just one that I'm very passionate about. I think... Like I said earlier in the podcast, I want to make sure that the content I'm putting out is something that I'm filled with passion about and I care deeply about, not just filling the airwaves so that I have more podcasts. Now, as you guys know, I do love the world news episodes and I don't think that'll ever go away. And I don't think that matters whether or not I'm filled with passion or not, which I always am because I love learning new interesting things. But I think that one serves its own purpose. You're learning new things that are happening in the world and I think that's very valuable on its own. Now, these topics in between, I want to do more interviews, like I was saying earlier, but I feel like I have slacked and not have had as much focus on on putting my, my mind towards getting interviews going. But I do feel like my concepts, the ones that I'm doing by myself, are on point, and I'm putting my time and effort into them and my mind into them. But again, I do want to take a small break to make sure that this podcast can continue being high quality. We've done a lot of episodes here in the second season. I'm going to take a break for the rest of December so that I can focus on the content that I'm making for YouTube and all the other things in my life and also have a good time with my family and holidays and whatnot. I will probably take off until the end of January. I'll probably come back in February. There is a small possibility that it will be January, February, March. It will be March when I relaunch. But know this, the podcast is not going away. This is not me saying tentatively, who knows if I'll come back or not. I will come back. This is something that fills me with joy. It's not something that makes me a lot of money. It does take me a lot of time, but it is one of those things that balances me well. Season three will be back and it will be back with a vengeance because I know that I can make great content and I will continue making great content. And I know a lot of you guys out there enjoy this 
you know, podcast and get entertainment as well as information from it. You get a lot from it and I'm not going to let it go away. So don't be fearful. Just keep your eye out for when it comes back. I will post announcements and stuff on my Instagram story or my YouTube. That way you see it, even if you aren't checking your podcast out very often. But we will be taking a minimum hiatus of one month, most likely two months, and possibly three months. So maybe a quarter at most. But we guarantee we'll be back at the very latest by the beginning of March. Up until that point, I would still very much so appreciate if you use my Amazon link, amazonbryan.com. If you are interested in audible, you know, audiobooks, like I said, The Way of Superior Man is my favorite book of all time, probably right under the Bible, honestly. It's my favorite book ever. I think you should listen to it. I also think The Power of the Subconscious Mind, which is a little more woo-woo, but I guarantee it is all true in there and it has helped me massively. Um... Those things are great to listen to. Audiblebrian.com is how you go there. You get three free books, a free trial. It gives me a pretty decent amount of commission. All those things help me with this podcast. And I think that's it, guys. Again, I appreciate you guys so much. We, we did season two so well, and I'm super pumped for season three. I love you guys so freaking much. I can't wait for the next season to come out. Thank you so much for listening to podcast beyond the podcast, the podcast where we fill you up with delicious chili, but I didn't tell you that I actually put laxatives in it because I wanted to do an early April Fool's joke on you. Thank you guys so much, and I'll see you in the very next season of Beyond the Podcast.